0: Pet peeve, not a big deal, doesn't drive me crazy, keep me up at nights, but it certainly is an annoyance. And I've heard from a bunch of you on the text line and the phone line already today that you share the frustration. But the European Union announced on Tuesday that by 2024, there will be a, quote, single charging solution for devices, all devices. And that will be the USB-C socket. Okay, so this covers cell phones, covers tablets, e-readers, earbuds, digital cameras, headphones, headsets, video game consoles, speakers, laptops, all of it, all of it. There will be one charging socket, period, USB-C. And above and beyond that, they're also saying, hey, if you go and buy yourself a new phone or a new tablet or whatever, you know how it comes with a charger, you will now have the option of saying, you know what, I have enough chargers. I don't need another one you keep it. Don't charge me for it. It'll eliminate waste, all kinds of things. It seems like a no-brainer to me. It makes sense. But some of you on the text line weighing in with reasons why you don't like it, um, and there is counter-arguments. But let's get into this a bit. We're going to have a conversation now with Tim Silk, who's an associate professor of marketing at the University of British Columbia. Tim, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate you joining us today. Thanks, Shay. I love this idea. I do. I think it's, uh, it's long overdue. But here's the question. Um, now that the EU has done this, do you think this is something that, that Canada will get on board with? Is this something, I mean, we're talking about what's happening in Europe, but doesn't mean it's going to happen here. Do you think there's a possibility now that it might?
1: Uh, it might, but I don't think that the government would want to move alone here in terms of regulation. But yep. if, uh, if the U.S. and Mexico were to move forward with it, then perhaps.
0: That's the thing. I mean Canada in terms of as a market and market share, it's just it's not enough to move the needle on this by itself, right?
1: Well yeah, we're about thirty eight million people, but you know, we want to move in lockstep with uh, with other countries on these types of things because, you know, it's a balance between, you know, having competition in the market but also doing what's good for consumers. And mm-hmm. I I agree with the direction that EU is going. Uh, But if we did this alone, it would be very difficult, uh, I think, because a lot of companies would be like, well, why would we change to a different platform for for just one small country?
0: Is the EU big enough that if you are one of those companies, you're taking a look at it? I mean, we're talking about hundreds of millions of people in the EU. Would that be big enough to have them say, you know what, let's just do this right across the board. This is the way we're going to do now. Are they going to set up a a European division and it's going to be different for everybody else?
1: Well, that's why you have the EU. This is really the role that governments are supposed to play, right? They're supposed to act in the best interest of of society. And so, the EU is roughly about 450 million people. And uh, you know, if Germany were to do it alone, or England were to do it, shouldn't say England, uh, France were to do it alone, it would be difficult. But that's precisely why the EU has banded together. And uh, I mean, most of these multinationals are going to have divisions um, in in each country anyway, or they might have several divisions in Europe um so it's it's actually a good move for europe and uh, the organizations are going to have to comply or if they want to do business there so yeah they, they've got a lot of market pull yeah uh, no they're, question they're, they're bigger they're bigger than the
0: usa will they have opened the door perhaps and maybe put it on the radar for places like you know uh i guess we call it north america us canada mexico where they'll now get on board seeing the momentum that's built here that could be a possibility
1: Yeah, what I don't know is whether or not the regulators in Canada are, you know, talking with their uh, counterparts in the U.S. and Mexico, right? In terms of what level of coordination they have, that's outside of my knowledge. But um, it certainly is a leading indicator. I think what's also good is we can see how the market reacts, right? Mm. So if EU is going to do this first. Why don't we wait and see what the outcomes are? And then if it seems like it's the right thing to do, then we can follow suit. But it would depend on the coordination between uh, Canada, U.S., and Mexico. Uh,
0: Now, Tim, I I think I understand why we have so many chargers. To me, it's just because then they can sell us more chargers. It's just that simple. But are there arguments in terms of, well, this is a bad idea. You don't want everybody on the same system here. Are there good reasons why everybody needs to be different?
1: Well, there's... They want to be different because they want to have different capabilities. So, what as, I'm not a technical expert, so what I don't know is if you move to a USB C, uh, as they're doing in the EU, what constraints that puts on in terms of the capability of the devices. Now, we're all plugging in to the same power outlet in the wall uh, all over North America. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, something between that power outlet and what goes to your phone might affect what, the, what they can do. <clears throat> um, so I'm not sure how that works. But the firms aren't doing this just to make life complicated. They're doing this because they want to have certain capability in terms of the devices. And, and that's good for consumers, right, to the extent that um, a, a phone or uh, some other device has some distinct capability that they value. And so while we want to make it simple for people, we also want to make sure that we're able to foster the next generation of devices in terms of them being innovative and doing what people want. Uh, does, the, does the power charger put big limits on that? I don't know. Um, what, I, what I'm curious about is whether or not the EU had consulted with technical experts in terms of why did they arrive at a USB-C as opposed to other platforms. Mm-hmm. But you know, it, I think it would be good if we could simplify, because you do have this proliferation of different systems and platforms out there. They're not doing that just to sell extra chargers. They're doing that because it's going to affect the capability of the device. And of course there is a benefit that they can charge for that. But it's not this, you know, Machiavellian motivation there. It really comes down to what would allow the device to operate its best.
0: Any pushback from companies on this? I know it seems to me like Apple is sort of the laggard on all of this, right? That's what it's focused on.
1: I wouldn't say that they're a laggard, um, but they have definitely gone their own direction. Sure. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um I there's talk in the press that this is targeting Apple and I can't speak to that. You'd have to interview the people that are in the EU making those decisions, um, but Apple does have a history of being less compatible <laughs> yes. um, and and you know so I mean, does Apple need to change if it's not in USPC? Yes, will they be happy about it? Probably not. They, they've you know not commented so far. Um, but I don't think this was really targeted to any one company. I think this is more just about like let's get on a, get on a common platform here. And uh, and they've, you know, the regulators have chosen what they've
0: done. It's interesting. I mean, can we look at other products where we've had to have government? I mean, some people on the tech line are saying, isn't this government overreach? Isn't this government getting involved in, in free enterprise where they shouldn't be? Or is there other instances where governments have come along and said, you know what, let's standardize this?
1: Yeah, absolutely. If you look on the back of most electronics, there's a little symbol on the back that says CSA. That's Canadian Standard Association. Yeah. And that's a separate association from the U.S. And so I think the public needs to understand the government's not trying to meddle. The government's trying to make sure that there are standards that protect consumers. Some of that's safety-driven. Some of that is is just, you know, being common sense in terms of why do we have 15 different platforms up there. So, you know, this is precisely the role of governments. And people, you know, might obviously have different opinions in terms of how much government uh, intervention they want. But... Our, you know, our airlines are regulated for good reason, Uh, right? Our electronics are regulated for good reason. Um, And so, you know, they're doing this to be well-intentioned.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we'll see how it plays out. Like we say, this is, you know, the final decision won't be made for a while yet, but we'll be watching it closely. Tim, thanks so much for your time today. Appreciate it.